Welcome to a special new segment of All Us Geeks. I think we're going to go with Road to Creation. Since we've already done the Road to Relaunch series with Gothic Doctor, and who knows, we may do that with other projects in the in the future. But this one specifically, one, you'll notice I did not say the game of crowdfunding because we don't know if that's in our future yet. But if it does become part of our future, you will find out about it because we are doing this Road to Creation. So uh, what that is, is you've heard me talk a little bit maybe on some of the game of crowdfunding stuff, maybe on the main podcast, but I am dusting off the cobwebs, trying to get back into a little bit of game design, all because of my guest and co-designing partner, who is joining me on Skype this morning. Bill Paterno here, aspiring game designer. (laughs) Oh, aspiring my ass (laughs) yes bill uh with pass that chit of course we've uh had you've heard me talk about that if you listen to the main podcast specifically because bill's uh design was one of our finalists in the micro contest that we uh co-sponsored with father geek and the game crafter and bill's designs have been something that i've kind of always kept an eye on he's allow me to pump him up a little bit here because i know he's probably not going to but uh, I, I've enjoyed Bill's designs. I've always kept on. They, they're always really good looking and they're always solid plays. Everything that I've, I've gotten a chance to play and the games that came in through the contest and all that stuff um, were really enjoyed here. Megan really enjoyed Overlords as well. That was one every once in a while still gets a, oh, yeah, that Overlords. Yeah, that was a really fun one, you know, kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it really is because it's one, it's, it's one thing, you know, it's, she is the casual gamer, although I, I'm still kind of trying to figure out when she loses that title, but I don't think she ever wants to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, even with the games she plays, there aren't that many that she'll bring back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's definitely cool. It's, uh, I mean, and you're in a, you're in a, a, a good line of game designers too, because, you know, it's like, uh, that and like four tribes or uh, fidelitas, I think, are the the three right now that I've heard her say recently. So you know, Jason Glover and of course the uh, fidelitas just uh, funded on Kickstarter right now from uh, Jason Katarski and and Philip Debari. So that's that's good company, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Aspire to be those guys. So yeah, no, tell Megan she's very smart woman. <laughs> Usually I do, but then I have to remind her that she's actually with me. So it's, it's a balance. It's, uh, she, she's neutral. <laughs> so, somehow I made it through her, uh, her sensible defenses. <laughs> so, you know, Bill and I have been kind of working together a little bit and we're going to talk a little bit about that here. That's what this is about. Like I said, I'm calling it the road to creation because. I haven't designed for a while. This is not news to anybody that's listened to All Us Geeks. You know, I've kind of had my design side take a backseat to podcasting, which I got very comfortable with. I was fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. I like the space that I'm in. I like the services that I provide and I like my interaction with the gaming industry and the people that I know I've helped, the people that have let me know I've helped them, all that stuff. I mean, it, it, it was uh, a comfortable space for me and I kind of looked at it from the angle of when I'm reviewing, especially since we review a lot of Kickstarters and early prototypes and all that good stuff, I kind of get my design 
in uh, because I am either offering feedback or looking at something in a critical manner. So I just, I, I was comfortable not designing and focusing more on podcasting. And then Bill came along. Yeah, I was about to say, then I came along. <laughs> Got the creative juices flowing. Yes. Bill, first of all, before we get too far into this, why don't you uh, tell people a little bit about you and Pass That Chit and some of the games that you already maybe have out there. I've been playing games, you know, like everyone else since, uh, you know, teenage years. I'm a graphic designer, so, you know, I just, I like to make things. And um, uh, about a year and a half ago, I discovered the Game Crafter. So I just started entering their contests. Overlords, which you mentioned, was probably the most successful game I've had up to date. And that was included in their um, their micro game Kickstarter. Uh, and it did pretty well, and it still sells on the Game Crafter. And then I have a few other titles. Uh, one's called City Pizza. It's like a pickup and delivery game. Uh, basically, all of my titles so far have been for contests. So this will actually be a great change of pace <laughs> because I end up making a game and and it's a game I like and I enjoy, but it's not, you know, it's, it, you're under a tight deadline. It's a great, it's a great exercise in that respect to get something finished and polished. And it, it's fun, but I do think probably this, the last one that I just made, um, Micropolis will be my last one for a contest for a little while. Take a break and kind of focus on this project that we're working on. I'm just really excited to work on this one because it's just, it's kind of like the type of game that my friends and I would sit down and play on a game night and, uh, really enjoy. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all there is to me, you know, in terms of, you know, designing games. You know, I have some other ones that some other ideas that I've kind of shelved at this point, but um, I'm looking to uh, expand. And the collaborative project was just something kind of we came up with. Well, you know, to kind of step back, we're always on the Game Crafter chat. So mm-hmm. we're always talking with each other. And I had, I guess I had just brought up the idea that I was, th- you know, I had a few notes penned, penned down about a, a, a prison type game. Uh, with a prison theme and originally it was a prison break theme it was something you kind of like just attached to you know you're really like yeah this is you know i'd love to see that you know it's a, a theme that really hasn't been uh, at least on on more of like the mature side it hasn't really been used at all and i'm t- i'm the type of person typically will kind of think of a theme and then kind of wrap the mechanism around the theme as opposed to kind of building an abstract game and then figuring out a theme that fits that so uh, the theme is something that really just kind of gets me uh, excited about designing. And when you kind of had that same sort of excitement to, for it, it was like, hey, why don't we collaborate on this? And we're here now, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's real now, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't back out now. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I'm doing a pretty good job of covering my tracks on the GameCraft. <laughs> and and uh, I, I could easily slip out of this project and everybody would, would understand. <laughs> the other thing too is just uh if for people that follow all us geeks at all bill is also the one that did our awesome new intro for our youtube videos so uh that wonderful new all us geeks logo animated logo that was bill which again thank you very much sir that was awesome of you to do yeah um, no worries man I, I appreciate helping you guys out you know i've done it for a few other people you know, for Kickstarters and whatnot, definitely not advertising that out to the general public, but (laughs) (laughs) when, uh, you know, I definitely help like helping out, you know, other people in the, in the hobby and. Well, it almost makes it look like we're a professional entity. (laughs) um, That of course goes out the window as soon as we come on camera, but, uh, it's nice of you to give everybody at least a few seconds of, Oh yeah, these guys know what they're doing. So we appreciate (laughs) it, man. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. 
Yeah, so like Bill said, we've been in the Game Crafter chat. Obviously, that's nothing new either. People that listen know I talk about the Game Crafter off and on all the time because I am a, a chat moderator over there with Bill. And for me, my kind of journey with the Game Crafter it goes back to 2009. I've had some interaction with them and JT since 2009. In fact, there's photographic evidence out there on their <laughs> Facebook page. It's me and JT playing his game, Merc. The first time I played that, and 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 it was my first of, I think I have three or four copies of that damn game around my house right now because JT keeps making changes to it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know even back then it's and i i gave them a little bit of crap on their on their facebook page but it says uh jt playing mercs at a convention with an attendee and i'm like oh i'm an an attendee now huh <laughs> uh but again this is back in 2009 when i first started kind of interacting with them running into them. this is back when the game crafter themselves used to do um small conventions and stuff instead of having uh designers run tables and, and whatnot like that so i used to run that that's, that was my big interaction with them. I didn't do much on the website at first. It was always running into them at conventions and stuff. So cut to today, you know, I'm there off and on all the time. Uh, I'm a, a chat mod with with Bill here. And a little while back, Bill brought up this idea of the, uh, the prison game, prison escape game, like you said at, at the time. And uh, I just kind of, I, I did, I latched onto it. I was like, oh, I, I really like that idea. I think at the time, I don't know if it was joking or passing, uh, but we had talked about collabing right away. But you were kind of in the middle of some other things. And you were having problems, I think, jump-starting the game, if I remember right. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, I had like a really <laughs> loose uh, set of notes in terms of, you know, I I, I kind of had more of like a checklist of what I wanted in the game. Right. And um, I think it kind of messed with, the types of games that you enjoy. I, I enjoy playing a lot, lots of different types of games, but the games that I typically play with my friends are the, you know, the co-op thematic. Sometimes people call them Ameritrash dice rolling right. type of games. My group really latches onto those type of games. So when we started talking about it, amongst other things like our love for zombies, <laughs> we, uh, you know, it, it just seemed like, uh, we, we kind of had the same taste and and that sort of, allowed us to kind of I don't know how it really came about except that we talked about collaborating right away when and it, it was probably in a joking manner and then um you know I seriously you know asked you if you were interested and and it, it seemed like you were right away so we just kind of from there we kind of took off and started writing down all kinds of ideas actually you almost took off without me cuz I do remember how it kind of went down because uh, we had that, we, we joked kind of half joked around about it, but then I was kind of serious and I had kind of gone off on my own and not, I wasn't like doing what we're doing now, like sharing documents and all that stuff. But in my head, I was always kind of like, okay, this could happen. This could, it was one of those ideas that kept popping in my head. And then yeah. every once in a while I would see you and, and we would say, uh, you know, be like, Oh, the prison game. And then go on. Cause I think as you were, you were working on a contest entry. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously that wasn't going to be your focus at, at that time. You were under a deadline for a contest. But the turning point for are we or are we not was when you came back and said you were changing the theme because you couldn't, you didn't <laughs> think the prison break thing, you couldn't get the idea to really solidify enough for the game you wanted. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Is that 
official because <laughs> I've got this game half designed in my head. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, there's, you know, they're, they're holding a parade for me right now in my head because <laughs> we made this game, Bill. And you had kind of come back with, well, I, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because I'm having a hard time getting the, the prison thing to, to work in the, in the co-op environment that I wanted to. And that's when you and I actually kind of started talking and chat a bit more. And I was like, well, I've, I like that theme. It's really kind of inspired me. We had talked about collabing. Are you really interested in that? Because let's have a conversation to see if this really will not work. And then that's when we kind of went down that path and everything kind of clicked in place, I think, from there. Yeah, I think initially we did. Um, we just swapped kind of like a page of notes to yeah. see where we kind of aligned. And it was it was pretty close. I mean, I think my original idea was a little bit more... I don't want to call it like worker placement, but it it had like a little bit more like stepping back and like looking at the prison, almost like a, like the game you talk about prison architect, like kind of like you're more like above everything else and looking down. And this was, and, and yours was a little bit more like you're right in the thick of things. So when you started talking about some of your ideas, it actually got me a little bit more motivated to work on it and kind of recharged me because at the time I was kind of thinking about just kind of changing it all together. So it, it definitely helped, you know, and then, and then, and then I remember like, uh, you know, I've done a lot of other creative projects not related to board games at all. And a lot of the best work that I've done is collaborating with other people. So it was one of those things was like, you know what, this could really work. Um, I think in terms of just getting the best product out there and something that I really would be proud to have. I think that was actually my comment back to you. Like when we were talking, you were talking about how you were struggling kind of to fit it into a co-op style game. Uh, but a lot of the notes you gave me, I got, I very much got the worker placement econ vibe off of. Which, yeah. like I told you then, and I, 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 I'm still 100% on board. I liked it. And I'd actually like to work on that game too, because <laughs> it, we'll it, it, it's a solid game, but it, it does throw you for a loop. And I could see if it, you know, you had some really solid ideas for a worker placer placement econ game, but then trying to fit that into a co-op style game, I, I could see where the, the obstacle was there a little bit for you. And that's where you kind of were going to shelve it and come back to it later. And then you went with a different, you were going to go with a different theme. So one, I'm putting it officially on record. I like that game. <laughs> I think it should still be developed at some point. It'll be part of our prison series. <laughs> yeah, our prison series. <laughs> it's the one trick pony. We just do prison <laughs> games. <laughs> we're going to corner the market on, on prison games. You haven't seen them until now <laughs> now they're everywhere <laughs> so then we kind of yeah did that little focus shift and kind of brought it into more of the co-op wheelhouse with the ideas that we were kind of throwing back and forth and and i i do think it did i mean it was once you were able to kind of move past that and that little obstacle that maybe you were kind of hitting your head against a little bit now you were kind of freed up from it and it was just like all things go. So we kind of, uh, uh, I mean, we, we just kind of brainstormed like crazy for, I don't know, at least a week or more, like every day for uh, a week to two weeks or something in the, in the game crafter chat, we would do these private chats and just start going, what about this? What about this? What about this? 
yeah, we, we're, we're pretty much throwing everything out and seeing what sticks at this point. And, um, I mean, that's, I mean, that now's the time to do it. You know, you definitely want to kind of just do a mind dump and just kind of take a look at everything that you've kind of thrown out there and see what works. And then there's stuff that kind of ends up working with other parts, you know, and they, they start to kind of gel. So we've definitely had a lot of ideas that we've already scrapped, even though we haven't really done too much in terms of play testing you know what i mean like right. and you you know we get into that just in terms of some of the ideas initial yeah. ideas at least yeah so i mean let, let's talk about a little bit about that too is there anything that we've kind of now again we you know we've i've got some rough mock-up-y type stuff here you know what? Mm-hmm. actually let, let's go for this let's share our goal for when we'd like to have a working prototype because i know both of us have dates in our heads where we'd like to have a working prototype because we have events that we would like to take a working prototype to so what's your date for a working prototype i've just been saying end of year at this point right. in terms of like something that i would want to share more of like a guided playthrough of like um at least one scenario that is solid i was saying about end of year only because well one i think that's you know realistic in terms of what we're doing and and i I think honestly we could probably get something done sooner than that in february i'm going to be going to unpub in baltimore and i'll only have like two days four hours a day because i do these tag tables because i was unable to get a a full table so i'd like to bring that game i mean that's Honestly, I, if we have it in a really good spot, I'd just love to just bring that game because I think some of the people that I met last year, because I went to Unpub, I guess it was four this year. I, I called it last year, but it was really in January of this year. Uh, met a lot of people, met some people that I think would really like this game. Like just, you know, there's some people that just don't have a taste for that type, this type of game. So I wouldn't really approach them. And when I say other people, I mean other designers. Um, I think I got probably the best feedback in terms of just having other designers play my games. The play testers were great and, um, you get a lot of volume in that respect. But, um, a lot of the best feedback that I got was after hours at the hotel playing games. So. So that's, yeah, that's my goal, really. Yep. And I'm right on, on your, uh, your tail there because I am hoping to get to Protospiel Milwaukee, which is in March, I believe. Yep. Our uh, dates for having a working prototype that we can take to these type of events are, are very similar and, and within reach of each other. So that's kind of cool too. Cause it's not like, you know, like I'm, Oh, you know, I've got until, you know, next year I've got until summer. So I don't, you know, that kind of thing. So our dates are in line for when we'd like to have a, a decent working prototype. Plus my other thing for wanting to have it in Milwaukee is, Again, uh, there are several people, especially in the game crafter community that are very aware of this game and, and kind of what's going on with it. And JT has threatened to make the game at Protospiel if I don't have a working prototype <laughs> by the next Protospiel I attend. Uh, cause he really wants to play it, which is kind of cool to hear. It was, you know, for, for the longest time, it was this thing that just Bill and I had kind of hashed out in, like I said, private chats and we'd maybe share a one liner here or there and, people were interested mostly because they were like, what do you mean Jeff makes games? <laughs> uh, you know, cause everybody's fully aware that Bill makes games and truly there are, I have no doubts. There are people that have not known me long enough or, or haven't been around from the beginning on the, on the game crafter that have no idea that I, I do design. They, they know me mostly for either just being in the chat as a chat mod or from the podcast and, and interviewing people and reviewing games. 
So it it was kind of a shock for some people. But to kind of go outside of that and actually start sharing, like the the Protospiel Michigan, I sat down and I told JT what we were thinking at that time. And to just see somebody else kind of light up over the idea and go, you've got this with you, right? Because I want to play this right now. <laughs> and I've had that experience several times. So obviously we're on to something. If we can pull this off, Bill, we've got people that definitely want to play this because I ran it through with Matt Warden on the way home. He was pretty excited with it and started sharing some ideas. Our uh, anime Don from the podcast, I shared it with mm-hmm. him and he immediately goes, well, I want to play that now. Do you need play testers? So, I mean, it, every time I kind of share the idea, I, I see the the light in, in people's eyes. You know, obviously they have to first like co-ops, but <laughs> we're on to something. So that's cool to see, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that JT is excited about it was, uh, brought a smile to my face and, and he's probably, it probably would happen too. If we, if we didn't have something done by March, <laughs> he would probably whip something up on a, on a piece of paper and then, uh, get it signed to a deal like that, that same day at Protospiel. So <laughs> yeah. we definitely have to come up with something. <laughs> it, it was, it was awesome. I mean, JT was probably my first sound, real sounding board outside of you. And, he was extremely excited and he's like, well, why aren't you working on this right now? I'm like, well, first I'm here. Uh, so, and second, I was like, you know, Bill, our, we're going to start working on this as soon as the, the fifth street contest is over because Bill's got an entry that he wants to get in for that. So once that's done and, uh, you know, and I, obviously he was joking, but, uh, JT was the, so he says, you know, as soon as we leave here, I'm going home, I'm canceling that damn contest. You guys are going to work on this. Uh, so, I mean, it was, it was cool to see that level of excitement over, you know, again, something that, you know, you and I, yeah, we, I hate the phrase, but it's, it's our baby. So of course yeah. we're excited about it, but to kind of just off of the concepts and what we sharing, some of the things that we've already done, just seeing other people light up for it right away and want to play it. It's cool. It's it's kind of a nice little thing. Yeah, it's always nice when people get excited about your own projects. You know, yeah, it's, <laughs> it kind of valid validates your work at least up until then. Yeah, it's great when it when yeah when it's not just the fireworks in your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've hashed some stuff out. We've gone back and forth. We don't have a huge working prototype right now. I've got some, you know, like I said, I've got a very rough prototype that every once in a while. Bill and I will come up with an idea or a concept. And if I'm, I'm not sure about it or if I want to see how it works, I throw it on the table and just test that piece of it. Um, we are currently kind of working on a first like intro scenario, which is kind of the next step for me. And I'm getting a little ahead, but to have that scenario kind of workable where I can see multiple mechanics together at once, uh, is definitely an exciting thing, but. Even working up to this point, a lot has already changed about this game. We've made a lot of changes along the way. And uh, Bill, is there anything that you're either surprised or happy about that has changed since our first couple conversations about this game? Because there are some pretty drastic changes yeah. already. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we, we started off with kind of like a blueprint of a, a, a kind of co-op game that we enjoy playing. It's like a modular board, scenario-based. You have very unique characters with variable powers. And then I think what we we started with was kind of like this dice check type of uh, mechanism where in order to fulfill uh, like an event, which we'll get to later, but you'd have to, you'd have to do like a check roll on like a standard D6 or something like that. But it was just, it didn't quite fit. And 
um, you started playing around with the idea of the, um, you know, the, the custom dice, which, <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> just in terms of, uh, uh, everyone, know, it's kind of an in joke, but everyone know, knows that the game crafter chat that you despise, um, indented dice with the labels. And that's basically what you ended up buying, like a gross of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to start. I, I, I suffered for our art. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it kind of, it's kind of evolved. And, you know, maybe you want to talk about it more because it was kind of, it was really your idea, but I, I really like it because it, it's now added like a mechanism to the game that, is unique to itself. So it doesn't just kind of feel like we've rehashed some really good parts of co-ops that we enjoyed in the one. Yeah, it was, it was something that like, I think you had pointed out that there might be a couple games that do it on, and, uh, or not necessarily exactly how we're doing, but, but do it in general. For me though, they were games like I have never played. So yeah, th- this was actually a fresh idea in my head. So there you go, kids. Uh, just telling you up front, you know, everybody's like, everybody always talks about how ideas are stolen and all this other crap. This literally was like, Oh my God, this is so awesome. And it's so fresh and original. And as soon as, you know, it was kind of like, well, Simpsons did it. <laughs> no, Bill, Bill let me know that. And, and although it wasn't, you know, it's not exactly the way we've implemented it, but it, there are games out there that do it. And that's fine. That's, you know, it's it, take it, run with it and do what you can with it. Uh, but you know, this is one of those deals where I had no clue. <laughs> I, I was really thinking uh, I came up with something kind of cool here. So, uh, and then Bill dashed my hopes and I'm still, uh, partnered with him. <laughs> But what we did was Bill really wanted to do the skill check thing and, and have dice involved. We spent a lot of early time, I think, at least I did, trying to make that work and not make it feel like it was kind of added later or fiddly. That's how I, I don't know if that's how you felt about it, Bill. Yeah, it just, it, it felt like something that's been done before in several games. And it just felt like you said, kind of tacked on, but we definitely wanted to have some sort of tension created in terms of like, I have to resolve this or else something, this or something else is going to happen. That's going to be even worse. And then one of the other things we were trying to avoid too, is we definitely didn't want the end game coming down to a die roll. Yeah. Uh, which at times we were almost kind of leaning that way, even though neither one of us wanted that. So we kept kind of playing around with that and I kept trying to bring it to the table and every once in a while I'd go, I, you know, Bill, I'm not sure about this. You know, what else can we kind of do? And we just kind of kept coming back to the skill checks because it was a cool idea. It was nice. It also gave us the, the ability to kind of play around with the characters, which like we talked about, we wanted variable power characters and I love that in a game. So the, the skill checks and the dice rolling and all that stuff was going to help us in that aspect. So it was something we were kind of trying to keep, including me. I keep talking about how it was, it was originally Bill's idea and, and then, uh, I was kind of struggling with it, but I was struggling with it in the aspect of, I want this somewhere. I just don't know where to, where it can be. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, every time I brought it to the table, it's like, oh man, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel well. It doesn't feel like it's part of this game. So eventually I ran an idea by Bill and we kind of ran with it and I think it works really well. And it's almost at this point, I don't know, I, I'd almost say it's like the core mechanic in our game at this point. <laughs> Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything is kind of integrated with 
this. So what it is, is we decided to go with, like you, like you said earlier, the custom dice. Uh, so we have these skills that each character has and they equate to how many of those type of dice they get. So we have right now we're calling them brawn, influence and stealth. May change later, who knows, but that's what we're going with right now that that works for us and it at least gets us past that initial hurdle of what these are. So each of those three stats are different types of dice. Yep. With mostly the same symbols. We use the same symbols, but like a brawn die, you're more likely to get brawn. There's like an uber brawn roll where you get two icons instead of one. And you're more likely to roll the, the brawn symbol, uh, where the stealth dice, you're more likely to roll the stealth symbol and get, you know, the, the double stealth, uh, symbols or, you know, you, but you still have the potential of getting like one brawn or one influence. Uh, and then there's a bad side of each die as well which we can get into at some point so now we went from 3d6 or whatever and you need to roll against your bronze score and above or below it or whatever to you have a set number of dice based on your bronze stealth and influence stat and those are your action dice so uh, originally we were kind of going with a straight up co-op action point system was our original idea. So each character might have like four or five action points, you know, something like that. And, and, you know, you'd use those for various things. Yeah. And then, and we basically just kind of translated that into the amount of dice that you have, the, the type of dice you have. Like when you were saying, uh, when you were talking about the dice, these are all weighted towards the specific stats. So you have, you know, these would probably be color coded in some way. Mm-hmm. And each character is a combination of those different types of dice and that in in itself kind of replaced all of those you know the action point allowance type system that we originally started with so we kind of combined the you know the skill check and the ap and just kind of put it together into this you know kind of mutated form (laughs) yeah and then we did something like again with an action point system you usually like here's things you can spend your actions on movement blah 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 you know that kind of thing so we kind of came up with some extra stats actually out of the deal which is nice cuz it allows us to kind of uh, a little more flexibility in making some different characters with different abilities so we got a movement uh, stat now so now you've got a base movement and then if you need more than that you've got to spend dice Yep. We were able to tie basically almost everything back to the dice in some form or fashion. So far, I think anybody listening to this goes, well, that's not original. You could, you know, there's, there's plenty of games that have dice and all that kind of thing and, and symbols and stuff like that. And that's true. But the part that really kind of took off for me was we're, we're doing a, a shared pool of dice. So originally the idea, and this, this was clunky and this almost made me throw it out. Originally, we were talking about uh, everybody rolls their dice and then they all get distributed uh, between all the characters, however the players want up front. And that kind of, I liked the idea and I, I liked the shared pool and I liked the planning because originally, we'll get to that too, originally this the entire idea was that this was a prison escape game. So all the players are working together to escape the prison. So up front, we were, everybody roll your dice. Okay, stop. Who, uh, I'll, I'll take this one. You take that one. You take that one. And, you know, depending on the, you know, we're looking at like six dice a person or five or six dice per person. Yeah, we're, we're about five right now. Yeah. 
So everybody, you know, it, that's taking all those dice. You know, you get four people. That's 20 dice that you just stop. Okay, uh, I'll take this one and you take that one. I'll take that one. And it just kind of really bogged down the beginning of a turn. And I didn't like that. And it, it was really bothering me to the point where it was almost like, well, we need to go to the drawing board again, Bill. Uh, we didn't, the skill checks didn't work. This is kind of bothering me. And then it just kind of one night, I don't remember how it happened, but it just kind of clicked with me that, you know what? We now have a keep stat. So everybody rolls their dice. They keep however many of their personal role uh, that their stat tells them they have to keep. And then all the other dice go into the shared pool that gets spent as needed throughout the turn. So now it's more of this interactive, guys, can I use this now or do we need to save it for later because we don't know what kind of encounters and again we'll talk, we can talk a little bit about that too we don't know you know here's the encounter in front of me right now it's about to drop off the board it's going to do bad things to us do we need to do this now or do we need to wait and see what kind of encounters are going to come up behind some other people you know things like that so it's planning for the known versus the unknown there's the, the risk reward kind of stuff there and there's conversation during the turn versus before you know anything rolling all the dice and going uh, I guess I'll keep this symbol. Uh, who wants this symbol? Uh, you know, and that, that little bog down right in the right in the beginning that started to really bother me. And from that point, I think it kind of really became something kind of cool, and and we were able to take off with it. Yeah, and it it definitely like gives some um some cred to just the, uh, what what turn you know the turn order actually makes a difference. You know who's going first, who's going last. If you're going last, you're like, come on, like, you know, leave me some dice here because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, if I come up with an encounter that I need to, you know, take off the board that 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 turn, I'm going to need some dice. So yeah, it definitely, I I think it'll give some tension. It definitely gives people uh, the reason to talk about like what they're doing, and it also what I really like is it gives uh, the characters some different. Uh, feel to them you know you have you have one character that keeps a lot of dice you have other characters that don't keep any dice they have to basically grab what's in the pool it just it's just that extra little piece to it that just gives it a a, a lot more uniqueness to each character and and that's what we were kind of trying to go for in terms of uh, you know we'll have to deal with some balancing issues Mm -hmm. early on but um I just I, I thought that was a really cool approach to the characters in general. You have the dice. Each person has a, a select uh, amount of dice. They're weighted different ways based on like what kind of character they are, but they also have to keep a certain amount. Right there, when you started to explain that to me, I, I thought it was it was something that we could really kind of start as the core of our game, um, and everything kind of fits around that, right. as opposed to kind of having all of these mechanisms and their they're kind of equal and we're just kind of piecing them together. And it's, it seems like, you know, something that's already kind of been done. This is, this felt kind of fresh to me. Yeah. That's probably, I mean, that's, that's the coolest part of the game for me. I like that. And, um, and, and we, we, we had talked about events and, um, encounters. Encounters are basically a card that each player has to draw before their turn to figure out there's something going on that they need to fulfill. So there's always, um, there's going to be a, a scenario within the game where you have to f- fulfill maybe two or three objectives within that scenario to, to complete it. But then there's going to be other things going on in the prison, uh, these encounters that are going to um, kind of pull you away. Because if you don't address the encounters, they turn into events, which kind of, for lack of a better word, kind of uh, funnel down into an area where it, if it kind of reaches the end of that area, 
uh, it triggers a, the event and then you know, bad things happen. Maybe I'm getting too far ahead of our <laughs> with, with all the explanation, but it's, uh, it, you know, it shows how it's kind of tied in and, you know, with the, with all of the uh, character dice. Yeah. And that's one of the areas that we're coming close to fleshing out next. I think we've got some, some deck stuff like the encounter slash event decks type stuff. We've talked about various characters. We've got some test characters to play around with right now, but we're going to create some more characters and kind of mix and match those in. The big thing is getting this first intro scenario up and running. So even the uh, a bare bones test of it is the next step that I'd kind of like to see probably. Yeah, and there's um we have a lot of different areas of the prison that we're representing and we're going to have to start the different location tiles and that'll, you know, we'll start to flesh out some of those we're talking about having uh what we call like core locations where um they're not just kind of like a set piece, but they have some sort of tie into the mechanism of the game, like the main one where you can go, you can go to an area, you can, um, you know, for example, you can go to like the workshop and you can, you know, fashion a weapon or steal a weapon or something like that to use to, you know, intimidate, you know, another prisoner or something like that. We kind of throw around all these ideas. Ultimately, we'll have to, with the basic scenario, which, um, you've come up with with the uh, the drug mule scenario we'll have to start integrating things like the the items the the prison locations movement in general we haven't really hashed out yet in terms of all we have is basically a stat and possibly you know spending dice for movement yeah we've gone back and forth we've had a couple ideas and and we we've changed what the tiles represent a few different times. So the, yeah, the, the movement is in flux with what the end result of the tiles are going to be. Yeah. There's definitely like, I would, I would probably say there's about five or six things that we have that all need to kind of gel together at this point. I think it's good that we're starting with a, this simpler scenario. It's almost like a, like a pickup and delivery scenario. It probably could go back a little bit. We originally, this was supposed to just be like a prison break game. Mm-hmm. You know, you, Every scenario was, how are we going to get out of prison? And I think early on, we talked about how that, that could be kind of stale. And over time, you know, how many different ways are we going to be? You know, it, it sounds exciting, but I think w- there were some limitations there. And then when, when, when you started fleshing out some of the mechanisms for the, the dice and the characters, it was like, wow, there's a lot more to this game. We could definitely do all kinds of different types of scenarios the drug mule ones, um, you know, maybe it's something like starting a riot or, I mean, we have a whole list of them, but, uh, you know, the prison break ones obviously will be lots of fun. And we had probably three or four that we had written down in terms of like, you know, different ways to break out of prison <laughs> you know? right, yep. and, uh, and, you know, the different objectives that you got to fulfill before you get out. And those have kind of become like our, what we're looking at as our maybe harder scenarios. So you can also kind of maybe pick your difficulty level by scenario a little bit too. And everything ties into, we haven't really gotten into yet is um, what we're, we're calling right now is the alert track which is, you know, kind of a standard in a lot of co-op games where you're, you have a, you know, a certain level that if you, you reach, you've lost the game. There's, there's a couple losing conditions that we've been working on. Right. Any, any good co-op has at least two to three ways that the, the game is going to kick your butt. <laughs> yeah. And, um, events, encounters, they tend to, they can do a variety of things, but one of the main things they can do is just raise the alert level and, kind of working with having um, non-playing characters 
or pawns on, you know, whatever you want to call them on the board, like security guards that would, as the alert increases, they become either more present in the area or they're able to slow you down in terms of if you're trying to move from point A to point B, that sort of thing. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of different parts to it. And I think the, the first scenario will help us kind of get some of the basic mechanisms kind of gelling together. It's, it's definitely a game that I've never really like tried designing <laughs> before, you know, like, but I've played so many different co-ops. I just feel like, uh, I think we have a pretty good grasp of what we want in terms of, uh, like the, the feel of the game. Right. And we've pared down quite a few things in terms of like just getting rid of some of the unnecessary stuff. Yeah. A lot of people, that I've talked to, they they kind of shy away. They you know, it's like oh, co-ops are extremely hard to to design and and create properly, and that's no joke. I mean that that is true. I mean there are you know just listening to even this conversation, there are a lot of working parts to bring this together. But I do think you and I have got a really good solid foundation in place to work with, and a good core mechanic. And I think almost from go, we had a really good idea of how we wanted the game to kind of kick you in the butt and and, and make you kind of want to come back for more. So I, I think we had a lot of the foundation stuff down from go and it did help that the theme really appealed to both of us and it, it, it got us going. So I, I think we're in a good, good place with this game. I, I'm excited to see kind of what we come up with, where we go. I'm excited to see that intro scenario just kind of jump off of the page and, and onto the, the prototype and, and get that going and, and see how it, it flushes out. But I will agree though. I mean, co-op games are no joke. There, there's a lot <laughs> going on in this game so far and, and, uh, we're not even, you know, at the finish line yet. So we're, we're, uh, looking at, we're in a weird phase right now where we're still kind of brainstorming, but at the same time, we're dropping stuff and tightening stuff up as we go along. So, one day, Bill and I might add 10 things to the game. Uh, the next day, we might drop seven things. We are conscious of the fact that, one, uh, there's cost involved. <laughs> and two, that a tight game, it's it's better to have a tight game than just a all-over-the-place game. But at the same time, it's still early enough for us where we can try things and figure out if it has a home or not. Yeah, and some stuff, I mean, I'm I'm all about whipping out the index cards and doing some play testing and stuff. Some of the stuff we were able to just kind of hash out by just talking about it. Like this, this just doesn't work. Like we need to, you know, we started off with a lot more ideas than what, what we've really talked about so far. And um, some of the stuff just kind of got cut right away. Just for you, you know that it's going to be clunky, you know, it's going to be fiddly, you know, it's going to be, you know, so at this point, looking at our list right now, we have about a half dozen kind of core or half dozen, like, parts to it that are like relatively complex. And then we have like one really like core mechanism that everything ties into. And I'm, I feel comfortable now that we have that because you can always kind of refer back to that. Like this is kind of like the keystone to the game. And if it doesn't gel with that, maybe we need to reassess that part. Uh, But overall, I, it's cool. Like I, I think really what I wanted to set out to do is that one of some of the most important things like making it scenario based in a modular board. Like I, I really love games that allow players to actually generate content for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just adds to the longevity of the game. So I, I definitely like it. Like, you know, I talked to you about this earlier. It's like, I definitely wanted to make it like 
It's a game. It's got scenarios and everything. But in, in essence, if someone wants to treat it like a toolbox and make their own scenario, they have all the pieces to do that. And, and a lot of times, you know, I play games that the fan generated scenarios are way better than the designer ones sometimes, you know, or, or on par with, I guess would be a better term for it. So I definitely wanted a game like that. And, and it's definitely fleshing out to be a game like that. Yeah, and it definitely hits all the soft spots for me too. And I, I like things like, you know, again, the variable player powers and the modular board and all that stuff where it just out of the box gives you, because of those pieces, the replayability and you can hit another, you can hit a scenario again and, and, uh, it can feel a little bit different, even though you've played it before. Yeah. And then we're starting with a relatively short scenario. We'll probably end up building a few of those just in terms of to play test it something uh, we haven't really figured out a time frame but something around the half hour range if you can get for for a, you know a smaller scenario would be great and then we can kind of from there you know figure out what works and tackle some of the the larger scenarios yeah it, it's going to be cool <laughs> You right. heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a couple of things uh, before we wrap up here, and I probably should have made this part of our start <laughs> instead of towards the end, but it kind of occurred to me that we really didn't talk about the fact. I mean, I think you did a little bit, but for me, this is my first collaboration. Yeah. So coming into this, I had a, a couple reservations and not from the collab side. It was actually more like, I haven't been focused on design in so long that I kind of had this, well, what am I going to bring to the table <laughs> thing in my head? Cause you know, it's like, here I am kind of trying to get rid of cobwebs and am I going to hold bill up and, and, and stuff like that. So I had some reservations coming in, but if there was ever a way f- for me to go into a collaboration, I think this is it because I think from my end of things and, and our working together, one, we seem to mesh really well. We kind of have the same ideas and concepts, but we might have different twists on them. And I think we both seem to be really open to talking it out and or saying, you know what, let's just throw it on the table, see what happens and then coming back. I don't think we've had to deal with any type of power play. I mean, eventually there might be something that kind of comes up and, and, and is like, uh, you know, one, one person feels strongly about it versus the other. We haven't had to deal with that yet. Uh, but I feel confident that we can work through that. And at the end of the day, it's how it feels on the table versus my idea, your idea. We, we kind of haven't cared about that. It's it's just throw it out there. Oh, that's awesome. Let's work on that some more. Oh, no, I really like that. Let's do this. You know, just kind of hashing through things. So I think I couldn't have asked for a better first collaboration, and this may spoil <laughs> me maybe for other collaborations later, but I don't know how you – I mean, you had said you had collabed on other projects but not gaming projects. So did you, coming into this, have any reservations, and, and what are you thinking now? No, most of yeah, the the other projects that I worked on were um, like retro video game related, and there was a guy that created this piece of software that kind of like allowed you to to play all of these things and launch everything, and it was re- like a really visual type of like almost like a visual home theater type of software, and um, he was just he, he was a really cool guy, and I think you know you kind of got got to go into the process of just realizing that your every idea is not going to be great but but you need to throw everything out there because sometimes an idea is born from like a bad idea <laughs> you know like well we definitely don't want to do this 
I've had pretty good experiences collaborating. This one has been great as well so far. I haven't had any issues. It's just, I, I think we both kind of have the same goal in mind. And I think we kind of, I think beforehand we kind of talked about like what kind of game we wanted to do before we started getting into like the nitty gritty. So knowing that beforehand is good instead of like starting to throw stuff around and it's like, well, I thought we were doing this and you know, no, we're doing this. You know, it's, we kind of got all that out of the way. And at times I feel like you come up with some really great ideas. And I'm just like, dude, this is awesome. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I typically don't uh, feel like it needs to be my idea or I need to, to add something to make it mine. I just, just want to make it the best game that we can. And for me, it's just, it needs to be a very thematic game. That's what I'm drawn to. And so far it, it feels like that. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, the whole like dice roll check type thing was kind of like what I was wanted to do, wanted to do. And I think you, you know, I knew that you were having reservations about it. And, and to be honest, like I was like, well, I, I know I want something like this. And you kind of came back with this idea that I was like, Oh, wow. This is like, this is what I wanted to do, but better. I think that's what working with other people is all about. You know, you just kind of want to bounce ideas off each other and kind of get to a point where you've made each other, your, each other ideas better. So yeah, so far so good. Who knows? Maybe next <laughs> week I'll hate you. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, and I gotta say, I, I appreciate the fact that you kind of say that and that, that you've kind of meshed with some of my ideas. Cause like I said, one of my reservations coming in is like, my God, I, you know, I, I haven't done this in a while. Uh, am I going to slow bill down and, and am I, am I going to bring anything to the table or am I, and, and, you know, I, I don't even have the pretty face to fall back on bill. So, uh, <laughs> You know, so do I, 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 I was really, I was really concerned about that. I, you know, I, like I said, I early on, I fell in love with the idea the theme and the fact that it was going to be a co-op and ran with it. And then when it got real, <laughs> I kind of was like, Oh, uh, poor Bill. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, that's, it's, it's been a lot of fun so far. It's, it's definitely something I've been enjoying and I'm, I'm glad, uh, we, we took the time to go, Hey, no, let's, let's make this a thing. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I, de I definitely like the check-ins and, uh, you know, I think it'll, I think it'll help us keep, I, I definitely like to have some sort of goal in mind and have like some sort of self-imposed deadline. It just kind of, we'll start getting into like just checking off stuff that we need to, to accomplish at this point. But originally we started talking about this idea a couple months ago and because of the contest and stuff like that, I haven't been able to, to work on it as much, but now it's, it's kind of like, what I'll be working on from now on, you know, in my free time. So excited about that. I, I ride the train like three hours every day. So that's your guaranteed 15 hours of uh, design time for me every week, at least, you know, depending on the weekends, what my kids are doing, probably more. So I'm excited to get it down on the table more than just like playing with the dice and having some, you know, locations and stuff like that put down. We, we talked about, we have like a, a, a set of items that we want to incorporate in. Yeah. You I'm know, looking down our list. It's, you know, scenarios, modular board, variable character powers, you know, with the dice, event encounter and deck, item deck, dice action pool ties into the dice and then the alert track. So there's, there's definitely a lot of things to work on and we're going to be tweaking things as we go along, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it feels a little, uh, when you talk about it all together, you're like, wow, that's a lot of work, but uh, I'm actually excited to dive into it. You know, yeah. if I wasn't, I, you know, I wouldn't be doing it. So, and then for anybody, uh, 
that is kind of tuned into this because of the creation slash collaboration part of it. Bill and I do a lot of conversation in a private game crafter chat. That's, that's where a lot it's of It's probably the worst there. way to collaborate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, what was that we were thinking about before? Like yeah. I try to copy and paste the chat logs out. Cause it like, we, we definitely do kind of come up with ideas on the fly and yeah, got to save them all. <laughs> and uh, and then for kind of solidifying things, we do have a shared folder in Google Drive that we use to kind of mark things out. Like that's where our test characters and like this first scenario and all that. And just there's a, a dock of just streaming ideas <laughs> and stuff. And we've got some spreadsheets and, and whatnot out there. So that's kind of the two vehicles that we've used. This is actually this this little conversation here is the first one that we've done via Skype. Uh, that may become a tool in our future. Who knows? Uh, even before we recorded, we spent some time going over, Hey, I put this out there and did you see this? And which is kind of nice. That's even in the road to relaunch. That was kind of the nice thing about these conversations. Uh, before and after we would record, I would sit down with, with Doug and be like, Oh, Hey, you know, can we, did you see our cell sheet that we were working on last time? And we'd have those conversations and, and kind of touch base. So that's another reason why I kind of wanted to do this. It also kind of keeps it in my wheelhouse and, and makes me a little more accountable <laughs> from the aspect of it's part of the podcast now. So we'll have times that we're recording and things we want to get done before we record next and all that good stuff. And that just kind of streams it through and interweaves it with the other podcast scheduling stuff I do and, and, what I have to get done for each of those and just kind of makes it maybe a little more comfortable in my, in my normal everyday life. <laughs> yeah. And it makes it real. And you know, that, <laughs> I, I, I definitely like having some, uh, some milestones we need to meet, you know, yeah. in terms of just developing. So, uh, I don't know if we're supposed to set a goal for the next one or, uh, <laughs> Not necessarily, but if we wanted to, we can. Uh, and I'll just, I don't think I said it up front, but the, again, this is uh, just like with the road to relaunch, this road to creation thing. The idea was Bill and I thought we would record once a month and just kind of give an update on where we are, what we've worked on, all that good stuff. So this first one was just kind of getting you guys uh, on board and what the project is. Next time, like I said, I don't know. My my big thing is, and I don't, do you think within a, the, the next month or so we'll flesh out the scenario, the base scenario? Yeah, I think um, we'll, we'll probably be pretty close. Yeah, I, uh, there's a... We there's still some stuff we got to figure out in terms of how how large this board's going to be, and right. we should have something close. Right, I, I would think in in about four weeks. Yeah, I think the biggest thing. Well, no, there's a couple of things. There there are a few things. You know, we've talked about a lot of things. There are a few things that we definitely need to clarify. Um, I think one of the things. How about this? Let let's not say that we necessarily have to have the scenario done by the next time we have a conversation, but if we do, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that you and I keep kind of keep coming back to and kind of giving a reminder every once in a while on, we definitely need to lock down what we're spending the dice on and is yeah, a basic all, foundation. Yeah, yeah, and we have we have some stuff in terms of like the event and encounters will have some sort of dice spend. Maybe not all the time, but a pretty good amount. There's going to be dice spends to interact with some of the locations in the prison. But yeah, we do have to 
to lock that down because that's basically the core of the game. Yeah. Um, we, we've got a bunch of ideas written down, but we haven't solidified what it is. And some of them are like I've duplicated for different for different types of dice, and that doesn't necessarily need to be there, or maybe it does. But yeah, we we definitely need to lock down the core foundation of spending the dice and what the symbols equate to when not interacting with a location or a scenario or something like that. Just what the dice mean in general. Yeah. And we, and we, you know, we've been bouncing back ideas too. And just terms of whatever they are, they, they definitely do have to probably have one, like more than one effect or like more than one use. So it doesn't feel so flat. You know, like I can only use this for this. So I'm going to go over here or, you know, it just kind of limits it. So luckily we only have three stats. So. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and right now, the only two things that we've kind of locked down is that a die can be spent for extra movement. And the fact that you can attempt to reroll bad dice by spending other dice. Yeah. And we can get into bad dice later because we still don't have a name for what the bad yeah we don't even have a name for is, it. But we, <laughs> we know we know kind of what happens, uh, and some of that is scenario uh, specific. But yeah, uh, I think uh, I don't know. I think we've uh, covered quite a bit, and this is a, a good stopping point for now. We can come back in a month and and share. Uh, like I said, hopefully uh, the big goal then for our next recording is hey, here's how we use our dice. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, everybody. So thanks for joining us for the first Road to Creation. Uh, again, we're working on this wonderful co-op prison game with modular boards, variable player powers, scenarios, all that. So yes, we're, we're going big and or going home, apparently. Uh, but we are having a hell of a time getting there. So thanks for hanging out with us. And of course, uh, I'll have more stuff for you uh, coming from all us geeks. And we will be back in a month to tell you more about our game. So... Thanks for listening.